This is the Ramsey Call of the Day, part of the Ramsey Network. Jamie joins us in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Jamie, welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hello, guys. Hey, how can we help? So I've been listening to you guys for the past couple of weeks, but um, I've yet to read and like look into the steps for financial peace, I guess. Um, I'm 19 years old, and I plan on buying my first duplex pretty soon, but I'm going to be purchasing with the mortgage. Um, I plan on... Like, I've been hearing from a lot of you guys to stay out of, like, debt, but I also heard from other sources to stay out of bad debt. So I was just curious, like, what is the difference of, like, bad debt and good debt, I guess? I mean, I plan on renting out both sides of the duplexes, so I'm going to have some cash on top of it. But, yeah, I'm just pretty much curious on so that, I guess. That's pretty much- <laughs> yeah. So, Jamie, I'll say what the world says, what the culture is saying when they're saying, quote unquote, good debt, it's usually in purposes of an investment. You know, people say, well, student loans are good debt because it's an investment in yourself. Um, They'll talk about a mortgage being good debt or if you're taking debt out on your business because you're going to make money. So, like, that's the way the world kind of operates when it comes to the system. But here at Ramsey, uh, I'll just Uh tell you, we're pretty weird. And so we say all debt, all debt is bad debt. Now, a mortgage, I'll say this with the asterisk, a mortgage is the one type of debt that we will not yell at you for on your primary mortgage. So other than that, though, and the reason why, Jamie, is because one of your largest wealth building tools out there is your income. And for a lot of people... 78% of Americans are living paycheck to paycheck and the money comes in, their income does, and it's going out on average 500 something dollars to to a car payment. They're paying their student loans. Average family has $16,000 of credit card debt. I mean, like their income is leaving. So there is no margin in their life to do things like giving, investing, saving, even spending on what they want. In order to do those things, they have to go deeper in debt, right? So it's like this cycle that ends up playing And then what we have found, too, is over the course of time, that cycle just wears on you emotionally, spiritually, financially. You're just not able to seem to get traction. And so the idea of avoiding debt completely gives you power. It gives you control. It gives you choices. When you don't owe anyone anything and you want to quit your job and move to another job, you can because you don't have bills. Like there, there is something powerful when you don't owe money to anyone. Um, that would be my yeah, take. And George, you, yeah. Yeah. You know well, Jamie, well. the thing is the people who tell you there is such thing at good debt, they don't pay your bills. You do. And True. so when it comes down to debt, really it's stealing from your income. And so I know you want to get into this duplex and you're 19. I mean, that's that's very impressive. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. And I think it's awesome that you want to do this. Uh, but I, I would challenge you to go against the grain when it comes to pretty much anything society says. Uh, so when it comes to good debt versus bad debt, yes, we do believe that all debt is bad because it steals from your income that, you're, that you work really hard for. Do you have any debt right now? Um, I mean, I went to trade school, um, and I ended up paying like, it was like 25,000 total. So yeah, I do have debt, but I make 80K a year. So it's like, wow. It, what do you do? I'm I, curious. It was an investment. Um, it's HVAC. So heating, ventilation, air conditioning, but wow. I mean, that's why I didn't look at it as like too terrible. And that's why I'm calling you today because exactly like if you guys think that like investments, like if you're buying a mortgage to like maybe make some more money, you know, and it's not necessarily a bad thing. Like say I get the house for under market value and it's worth more than I've paid. Like 
that, that's what I was pretty much curious about. Honestly, yeah. you guys helped me out a lot. Yeah, so I appreciate it. Thank you. No, absolutely. And and I'll just kind of tack on to that, Jamie, too. That you know, when it comes yeah. to people try to play the math game so much when it comes to mm-hmm. life and money, right? And so that idea, hey, I'm gonna, you know, people say, well, I'm gonna borrow on my on my mortgage because I can actually put that money in the market and borrow against my house because the math works. I can make more in investing or I'm not going to pay off my mortgage because, you know, I mean, like there's, there's a math games that we can play all day. But one thing, Jamie, just to, just to note that people do not um, take life and risk into consideration. People don't take in 2008 when the market completely crashed the housing market and people mm-hmm. that had these mortgages that thought they were okay went into foreclosure. People didn't factor in a recession where entire industries were out of work. I mean, there are things that happen mm-hmm. in life. So the the le- when you don't have debt, even a mortgage, but when you don't have yeah. debt, you don't have risk. And there is something yeah. about that that is that is huge. And, the, and, you know, and even the student loan um, idea, and I know you went to trade school, you said, and you took out money and it was an investment in you and all that, you know, which, which is great. I don't want to shame you for any of that, but also yeah. pushing people to think differently, to know that I can actually go get an education. I can actually go to trade school and, and do things that I don't have to take out debt. So we really do here at Ramsey, we, we push against these messages because what we have found time and time mm-hmm. again is that people live with this debt and it eats into their income. And then it eventually mm-hmm. is this thief that it steals your it steals your peace of mind, it steals your sleep. And again, there is something powerful when you don't owe anyone anything. Yeah, Rachel, and we talk about this all the time, but the quickest way to building wealth is to get back your greatest wealth building tool, which is your income. And so, Jamie, I think it's awesome you want to get this duplex, but you're telling me how you have this debt and you're wanting to get into this investment property or your primary residence. So I would challenge you with this amazing income you have, pay off all of your debt first, get a fully funded emergency fund of three to six months of expenses if you don't already have that. If you do have some money sitting around, attack the student loan debt first. That's baby step two. I know you've been listening just for a few weeks now. Baby step three, you're going to get that emergency fund in place. And then we call it three B's where you save up for that down payment on that house. And we want you to do that on a 15-year fixed rate mortgage with a payment that's no more than a quarter of your take-home pay. So a lot of numbers there, but all of this is so that you can win with money, so that you don't have this anxiety and burden in your life when you're trying to do too many things at once. So that's the way to do it, man. You're 19, you're making a great income, and shout out to the trades, man. 80K a year, 19 years old, because he went to trade school. Amazing. Way to go. Thanks for tuning in to the Ramsey Call of the Day. To check out all of our podcasts, just search Ramsey Network on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen.